shouldn't you also be yelling something from the window? Because <coughs> I'm furious. Right. <laughs> I was just doing the fast part. You were supposed to do. Oh, dag nabbit. <laughs> Revisit things from your childhood and see if they're any good. My name is DJ. My name's Damon. What's up, Damon? Uh, thank you. That was not my third try, <laughs> so don't worry about it. Uh, how are you doing? I'm pretty good. Good. Okay. Uh, I'm looking forward to this movie, which is The Fast and the Furious. I'm going to say it weird. You're looking forward to it? I'm looking forward to it because I have not seen it. And oh. I know that if I enjoy it, I've got like 20 more movies in my future. That's know. true. And I don't They think- got a deep bench, these Fast and Furiouses. Did I use that phrase correct? Sure. Deep bench. Yeah. They've got a, a large pit crew. So I can tell from your, your strained metaphor that maybe you don't have a lot to say about this movie. That's an interesting question. <laughs> uh, when I was a child, uh, I was scared of the telephone operator. And uh, I used to threaten my brother. Um, the operator. With- Wait. The telephone operator. When did you grow up? <laughs> Thank you. It was 1864, <laughs> rural Montana. Ahoy, hoy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I saw the operator button on the phone, mm-hmm. and I thought, I, th- I think I confused it with 911. I'm like, the operator, she's like the be-all, end-all. Like, mm. that's who you call if you're having troubles. And my brother, you know, would pick on me, as brothers are wont to do. Sure. And I would threaten to call the operator on him. And one day, he dialed zero and put me on the line and the woman said this is the operator and i hung up i was terrified i thought i was going to be arrested just like paul walker just like paul walker <laughs> would he would have been an operator in the original script he was an op- phone operator right. that caught vin diesel making prank phone calls uh okay so wait I was just using that to buy out time because I literally have nothing to say about this movie. Paul Walker's in this one. Paul Walker is in this one. And he is not, he's in not in, well, obviously he passed away, but he's not in like the second one or something. He is not in the second, I think, or the third. Okay, so. Thought he was too good for it. And look who came crawling back by number four. Is Vin Diesel in this one? Vin Diesel is in this one, but, but Ludacris is, is not, and The Rock is not. God, they came later. They were like, we've got this one guy, Vin Diesel, who's been in these movies. We need another guy that looks a lot like him. That sort of mm, leaves the same silhouette. Yeah. Uh, although, i got to be honest, I prefer The Rock. Oh, yeah. Charm Bomb. Yeah. <laughs> shrapnel. Charm Shrapnel coming at you. Do you think we're going to get... Uh, Cars? Women, Michelle Rodriguez. Is she the lady interest, the love interest? The lady interest. The lady interest, as uh, we call it now. It's a film term. It's 2018. We call it the lady interest. I went to film crit school, obviously. Um, I think she might be the sister to Vin Diesel, but also a love interest. Who Mm -hmm. knows? Okay. I'm also now, like, I'm at 85% sure that she's in it. Are they stealing these cars? I that, think so. so the, or drag racing. But why would oh. cops go undercover drag racing? Do you think they're like, that's why they're furious because their cars have been stolen? <laughs> it's the victims who are furious. We should keep an eye out for why they're furious. I know why they're fast. Don't get me wrong, movie. I know why they're fast. 
I'm a little curious as to why they're so mad. Uh, uh, I don't know if they're. I'm. I'm trying to think. What I think it. It might be drag racing. I don't think it was actually car thieves. It's definitely not organized crime like it's come in the later ones. Yeah. With the rock and the flying and the shooting a car through a building. Yeah. Shadows of 9-11, by the way. Fast and mm. the Furious producers. I don't know if you well, want to Well, pre-Shadows, I guess. No. I mean, that's in a more recent one, so post-Shadows. Oh, okay. Post-Shadows. <laughs> <laughs> Pre-Shadows and post-Shadows, both terms that everyone knows. Uh, hitting a lot of the glossary of uh, film criticism <laughs> here in this. Um, if only there was some sort of word that meant <laughs> shadows, but that came before. But all we have is pre-shadows. So we're using this in the twin movie set with Gone in 60 Seconds. But I don't G-I- think, I've never S-S. seen this, so, but I don't know how similar they're going to be other than they're like about cars and crime which is obviously enough to put them in the twin film category but it's and not like downshifting oh yeah there's gonna be some downshifting you're probably right manual transmissions are play a key portion in both of these it's, when i watched gone 60 seconds did we talk about that in the last episode i was like i can't steal cars i need an automatic transmission <laughs> yes and i have a feeling i'm gonna think i can't race cars either because i need an automatic transition if i'm not mistaken this was the like gone in 60 seconds was the bigger movie of the time at the time. Yeah, Fast and the Furious was just one of those movies that, I mean, it's sort of like a lost type of movie now. It was like a mid-sized movie where it was just like, yeah, we're going to put out a movie about stealing cars. And people who love cars are going to go see it. And people yeah. who love girls who are partially naked on said cars, they will also go see it. Say. Um, but I feel like there's a reason. I mean, you can almost like track... Hollywood sort of movement over the past two decades by looking at the Fast and the Furious franchise, which is now like driving cars through skyscrapers to catch like more and more powerful, you know, organized crime villains. Right. Like it's absolutely ridiculous. More and more people are just thrown in, just like throw in another one. Who do you got? Gene Hackman, Fast and the Furious 9. 300. And $63.2 million this movie made. I mean, they did make a, a second one. Well, yeah. Okay, no. let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I can't let's wait. Budget. I'm going to stick. Okay. So the, the budget was $38 million, So they, they, that's why they got a second one. Yeah. They're like, let's well, see. we made 10 times what we put into it. So Gone in 60 Seconds was $90 million because got to get that Ouch. cage money. Got to yeah. get that cage money. Oh, that's how the budget for it. Yeah. Oh, okay. And the box office. Oh, it oh. actually did make less money. I'm, I was wrong. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I feel like it had a... Well, maybe I'm wrong. I guess I just thought that because I didn't... Not only didn't see it, but didn't... It wasn't a thing. You know what I mean? When I when we were kids or right. like... Two, I guess 2001, we were not kids. And they made a third one episode. that had Bow Wow and uh, what I assume was a cardboard cutout of a person. Um, and that <laughs> took place in... Tokyo. Tokyo Drift. Where they drifted. Um, and that it had the reek of like, we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel. No one came back for it. It was completely new characters to take place in a completely different place. And you're like, well, that's the end of the Fast and the Furious franchise. Yeah. Thank you for playing. And then they're like, oh, just kidding. Here's five more movies. Yeah, they, they, I can't believe how many movies they've gotten out of this. Like, and people love it. Like, People 
go see them. It's not like a people love it. Is well, that a thing? Well, they love it enough to go see it. But for, who, do you know people who are seeing this? No. I literally couldn't name a person I know who's seen a Fast and the Furious movie past Too Fast, Too Furious. I probably could. I could do a... Do they keep getting madder? They, <laughs> well... Because they're too furious. Like, even the movie say, has yeah. to say, like, whoa, guys, you've crossed a line with both the speed and your attitude problems already it was excessive (laughs) and then we had eight more after that (laughs) that's true but the eighth one had a number in there so i didn't know what to do with it weren't the furies something from mythology yeah the furies um i get them confused with the fates a lot but i think they are different also involved in this franchise the furious uh the fast and furious is on amazon as of right now so we're gonna go watch it there Come and watch the movie with us. Come on over. We're making popcorn, getting pizza. It's going to be great. Wait, we're making popcorn? I can make popcorn if you want. You know, Damon. Hey, Damon. You know how Damon. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Damon. I was doing something else. Yes, CJ? Uh, sorry. I was over here cleaning sorry. out some paint cans. Hey, Diesel. Um, <laughs> I call him Diesel sometimes. Hey, Diesel. Yes, uh, Walker? So... Two you characters know, from this movie, not their names. You know how sometimes um, you want to give back to the community, so you... you. Of course, I'm a, ca- a caring person. <laughs> I am, of course, Walker, the undercover non-cop from this movie. And sometimes when you want to do that, you gather a few of your friends and their fastest sports car, and you, you hijack a, a semi... And some of their most furious sports cars, perhaps. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh and then you'd give those DVD players to your local podcast. You don't have to do that with us. Thank God. I wouldn't even know where to begin. You in a like, very literal sense. The easiest thing to do is just sign up for Patreon. Patreon.com slash you know an idiot. You can What uh, was that URL again? I've, I've got was, a pen handy now. Was, patreon.com slash your inner child is an idiot you can support the podcast you can give a dollar per episode you can give uh twenty dollars per episode you can give a thousand dollars per episode if you really want to i don't even know what i would have to or what damon would have to do i gotta be honest for no one's doing that but you we would (laughs) we would certainly welcome it um it's a great way to help us keep the lights on here and keep paying the hosting costs and uh, all that kind of stuff and uh we'll you know, we'll read your name in the credits. We'll write your name in the written credits. We'll uh, do drawings for you. We'll do songs for you. Uh, we'll dance around like little monkeys for you. If you have a thousand dollars per episode, sure, I'll do that. Yeah, no, I will do that. Go ahead. We will. Damon will come to your house and wash your car every week, but like in cutoffs. Is in that cutoffs, okay? Yeah, sudsy, sudsy cutoffs. cutoffs. <laughs> I don't know why. That I'm not wearing pants. I just to be clear, I won't be wearing pants. I will have <laughs> gathered the bubbles around my waist like uh-huh. cutoffs. Okay, That's they nice. are literally sudsy cutoffs. Anyway, Patreon.com/slash Junior Channel. I like that beat. Nice. The end. And we are back. We are back. We have just finished washing. First off, I want to just... Washing. We were not washing anything. I want to make a correction to the first third of the show. DJ, if I okay. may. Please. We erroneously called this film 
Fast and the Furious. We called it the Fast and the Furious. False. Well, maybe you called it. I called it One Fast, One Furious, which was wrong. Yeah. It is The Fast and The Furious. If you just type in Fast and Furious, you will get the 2009 version. DJ slowly pointing at himself. I got I'm this even right. sorry I brought this up at this point. I know because I said it weird every time. <laughs> the Fast and The <laughs> Furious. And you made fun of me for it. You know what? But Fast and Fast and Furious? Fast and is, Furious uh, is a 2009 version. That's four Fast, four Furious. Right. This is just one Fast, one Furious. Four Fast for Furries. <laughs> and of course you have the Fast and the Furious... Throkio Drift, which is the third one. <laughs> I don't know why that tickled me so much. But The Fives and the Furious, that's, uh, that's the fifth one. Uh-huh. That's actually the fourth one, weirdly. <laughs> <laughs> the sixth and the sixthiest is the eighth one. The but fate- it's like a side quill. It deals yeah. with a bunch of people like going to their grandma's house for her 90th birthday. It has nothing to do with a heist. <laughs> But it's happening while a heist is happening in the eighth movie proper. Let's recap this movie. In the high-stakes world of DVD player theft, you've got the thieves, you've got the truck drivers, <laughs> yeah. and you've got the cops. There you go. Those are your three main players. It's three-dimensional chess in the most purest form. And sometimes the people that become thieves or accomplices there too are actually cops. And yeah. that's Paul Walker. Uh-huh. He's an undercover cop. He joins up with this. It's Point Break. You've seen Point Break. It's Point Break with cars. Can I tell you something? Yeah. You haven't seen Point Break? I haven't seen Point Break. Oh, shit. We should watch Point Break. I'm a homosexual man, so I don't see these movies. Um. So, okay, you recap it. You're better. No, absolutely. No, okay. I was going to trick you. The reason I said, and we are back, was to trick you into recapping okay. this. Because I have several I have several bullet points. Not just one bullet point. Several bullet points in my notes devoted to the fact that I have no fucking idea what's going on. Well, okay. Broad Strokes. Broad City is a great show. Paul Walker Originally is called Broad undercover cop. He ingratiates himself with Vin Diesel's crew. He's Dom, Dominic something, something. Dom DeLuise. Likes his uh, little sister uh, something, something. Mia. Mia. Uh, Mia and he gets in with this gang. He suspects these other fucking race car guys. They're all like illegal street racing lover guys. Uh, <laughs> and... There's another gang of of uh was Johnny Tran what is his name? Johnny Tran is his name. And his gang, they uh Were you talking about Hector a minute ago, a second ago? Was that who you were talking about the other thugging as as you said? I said loving. Oh. Street street, street car race, loving, but I thought you said loving. thugging at some point. I might have. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not going to we're not going to go back to the tape on that. Um, this is absolutely atrocious. So they're racing, whatever. But what he's really in there for is to find out who's hijacking these trucks full of mostly DVD players, I guess. Panasonic is paid, it looks like, to be involved. Yeah. And he successfully. We see a heist at the beginning of the movie yes. of, of cool we, cars. We suspect it's Johnny Tran, and the, and, but uh, he calls the narcs on, the, on Johnny Tran and his gang, and uh, it's not them. Turns out it's Vin Diesel and his crew. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, eventually uh, it all goes to shit. Uh, there's some racing. Yeah. 
There is uh, that. There's a race called the Race Wars. Ugh. And then they uh, need a PR manager. Paul Walker uh, eventually lets Dom go free uh, and gives him a car at the end of the movie. That's, I mean, there's, there's, I missed a lot of things, but that's basically what happens. Um, See, the weird thing about this movie is you missed a lot of things, but I can't tell you. I can't. You missed a lot of points because this movie makes a point of making a lot of points. Yeah. But I can't tell you if they're important to this story or not. Even after having seen this movie, I still can't tell you what this movie was all about. Cars. And family. But hey, DJ, not the family you're born into. Mm. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I know what you other... I know you already want to finish my but here it is. The family you choose. Oh. Well, you know, I like to live my life quarter mile at a time. <laughs> God, what a piece of shit. Okay. So we start this movie and the logo's already out of control. <laughs> it it you know what it reminded me of? Um, I don't know if you've caught it on the television. Gone in 60 seconds. Well, no, that one was not nearly as atrocious. No. I thought of a Batman and Robin. Have oh, you ever watched yeah. the, tr- the, the opening credits of that? They're just coming at you, just sh- names zooming around and logos flying at you, and you don't know what's going on. Yeah. It's out of control. I, Maybe a little bit of Superman. It kind of like, and this was a l- less so, but a little bit with, with Gone in 60 seconds, but with Batman and Robin and this movie, they're... The logo's trying to warn us what's about to happen. I mean, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm. If we were smart, we would see logos that are throwing out our face like that, and we'd just fucking leave. We'd be like, you know what? I can't. <laughs> I haven't done nearly enough methamphetamines I to what, do this. I know what comes after that kind of logo, and I'm not <laughs> here for it. I will not stand idly by and allow you to throw credits in my face <laughs> and then expect that this movie is going to be coherent. Um, I am a, I am a subscriber to the theory that your credit should, uh, you know, match the movie you're about to make. And I can't fault that's the one... fast and the furious <laughs> that point. It's that's exactly one point in this movie's favor. Uh, can we, um, Steve Harvey, can we go ahead and put that on the big board? Survey says, Bing! um, and also five points to Gryffindor while we're at it. Sure. Just get that on the board right. too. Okay. Heist. There's a heist. You want to talk about the first heist? I don't know. Whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> wow, you are. I'm not the boss. You're dude. out of it. Um, these cars. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about these cars real quick? Sure. Look, I don't want to buy into stereotypes. I don't want to feed any stereotypes, DJ. You these know me. These cars are making I me thirsty. <laughs> I don't want to give into the stereotypes, but I. No one listening thinks I'm a car guy. We, if you listen to the last episode, we both admitted <laughs> they were not car guys. But in the in Gone in sixty seconds, GISS as I call it all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, at least the cars, like I can appreciate. Like I, I, I know when it, when a car, you know, looks <laughs> looks nice. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. got the curves and the bumps washed. It's been washed. It's got headlights where they should be. It's got a windshield that's clean. Rearview mirrors. I get it. I get it. You car guys. I'm I'm down. Pistons. <laughs> Pistons. Tailpipes. These cars are. Close your eyes, audience, and imagine 
that guy that you were pretty much sure was like doing meth the minute he got out of school. These are those guys' cars. Giant spoilers on the back. Oldsmobile logos, like like graphically enlarged. I'm even like stretching them out like pizza dough in front of me. Like on the side of the car. Like who wants this shit? People in 2001 want this shit. Also, I think it's a little racist because these are all imports. So I think that's what you're... Uh, Is that... That's um, what you're I raging racist? against. You might be a little racist. I just remember xenophobic? growing up and maybe xenophobic. xenophobic. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm just concerned about the American car industry. Yeah. DJ, you just you see, know like, that about me going in. Let's race a Ford F-150, bitches. Let's see what happens. <laughs> I just remember kids in my high school. Yeah. They, I mean, they could only afford, you know, used Hyundai Elantras already. So they, that's not a car. Hyundai Elantra. Hyundai. Hyundai. But not Honda Honda Elantras. Um, Honda Civics and Hyundai Elantras. And they would buy used ones and soup them up. Spoilers. You know. But these are just like, you can't. I look at these cars. I'm like, am I supposed to give a shit about these cars? And, And especially because at one point, like one of the plot points is Paul Walker decimates his green goblin car that he starts the movie with mm-hmm. and ends up also, you know, handing off his, you know, ruby red grapefruit car over to Dom DeLuise by the end of it. <laughs> um, and I'm, I feel like the movie wants to be like, oh, wow, what a car, what a car. And I'm like, Jesus, that's an ugly piece of shit. I had uh, a job in high school. I worked for this sign shop. I'm and- sorry. Science shop? Sign shop. Like we oh, made signs. That makes more sense. Uh, my boss was a really cool I guy. I prefer the idea of you selling like mitosis to people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mitochondria are the powerhouse of the sun. <laughs> um, no, uh, my boss Here's was five a- mitochondria. <laughs> Who wants them? Five bucks each. My boss was a cool guy, but he had this 80s Mustang. It was like a 1985 Mustang. So. Mustang. I what don't know. year are we talking about that you are currently in living in? And that in ninety eight okay. maybe. Um, and so like Mustangs were like cool in the sixties and the seventies. They were cool. They were like these muscle cars. And then the eighties, they went through this thing where Ford decided they're like, let's make them look like uh, Honda Accords. They just right. like made them like all these uh, the cars in the movie. They went through an awkward phase. And They're 13 years old. His car was all souped up and it was painted and it had like the logo of the sign shop on it and stuff. And it was like, and he was like, Wait, so. This was his personal car? Yes. Yeah. And it had the logo of the sign shop on it? Well, it was his sign shop. It I was mean, like his name. I don't name. know if I can still let that slide though. It's weird. Well, it was also like, you know, it's a sign. So like he did the work himself. So it's kind of displaying, hey, we could do cars. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever. But he was like so into his car and he would always be like, she's a beauty, isn't she? Like he'd always look for affirmation and I'd always be like, yeah. <laughs> but the truth is there's only one thing that I can react to in cars and that's how they looked because I don't know anything about cars. Right. And it was the ugliest fucking car I've ever seen in my life. And this movie is full of those cars. Yeah. Where they're all like, she's a beauty, ain't she? And I'm like, yeah, Dom. It's it's a great car. It's Ja Rule, Ja, if I may. Sure. It's a gorgeous car. I like the large gold Oldsmobile logo. It lets me know it's an Oldsmobile. <laughs> Good job. Please don't hurt me. <laughs> uh, 
So this movie opens on the heist. I'm still on the heist. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Were we going to talk about that? Well, here's what I want to talk about. There are, I think they only do two real examples of, of the heist, right? At the beginning and then at the end. Yeah. And they're almost identical. They're very, I mean, aside from the outcome, but I mean that the actual tactics they use. So if you didn't watch the movie, what happens is the, the speedy cars like surround the semi-truck. <laughs> Speedy yeah. little imports. The SCs. The speedy and then cars. one pulls in front, and it's all like they're all zipping down the highway. They box them in. The semi is going full bore down the highway. And they, yeah, they box them in, and then they shoot a grappling hook, and they pull out one side of the windshield that the driver's not on. Right. And then they shoot another grappling hook, completely separate, separate gun. You have to get a whole new contraption. And then they climb into it. I can't they remember. They hook like, the, they shoot, oh, basically, uh, a cord, a zip line or whatever, mm-hmm. through the passenger seat and then right. connect that zip line to their belt buckle. Yes. What could go wrong? Um, and then use that to sort of launch themselves, launch me, yeah. onto the hood of the, the truck and into the truck. Then they beat the ever-loving shit uh, out of the truck driver. They In the first one, they shot something onto his arm that sort of like semi-paralyzed yeah. him, I assume. Yeah, it was like a dart, like a um, yeah. sedative of some sort. And uh, you know, incapacitate him and then steal yeah. steal the sweet sweet so DVD the, players. The first, so the first one is successful. They they rob the truck, and the the second one is an unmitigated disaster. Right, Vince maybe dies. We don't know. A Rex uh, Michelle, Michelle Rodriguez, Rodriguez horribly injured because um, the the truck driver knows is prepared to defend himself and starts shooting at them, but at no time. Does that truck driver with a sawed-off shotgun or the first truck driver ever fucking use the brakes? Yeah. They don't box him in completely. It's three cars in each heist. So they one is in front and two flanking him. There's never a car behind him, so braking is always an option for these trucks. Even if there was a car behind him, they're a semi-truck. Just right. hit the brakes. Like, And I know they don't slow down quickly, but it's I don't... something. And I'm, you know... I'm not saying I'm a stickler for suspended disbelief, but it's like that's literally the first reaction of any driver that encounters a hazard. Especially people cutting them off, which yeah. is what they, how they box them in the first place. And a semi truck is being surrounded and then a grappling hook shot into its windshield. And not no time does the driver go like, I'm going to slow down a little bit. <laughs> they go full bore like 65, 70, 80 miles an hour. Yeah. Zip it down the truck. Anyway. Stick with it. It's bizarre. I know they didn't mention this in the IMDb trivia, which is, you know, ironclad usually. Oh, yeah. You can't, you can't question that. But I do feel like, and I thought, that, thought, thought of this even before the Point Break thing, I, it seems like Paul Walker's channeling Keanu in this movie, especially at the beginning when he's like, yeah, I like it. I like tuna or whatever. He's like <laughs> eating a tuna sandwich on white with no crust. That's his thing. Yeah. Uh, we first see him. Poor uh, man's Keanu Reeves. He shows up and mumbles an order at Mia, uh, Dom's sister. And that's when the gang first arrives and they park their cars aggressively. Yeah. Aggressive parking is one of the themes in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> You're parking at me right yeah. now. Uh, and then uh, they notice he's been showing up a lot recently and ordering tuna sandwiches from this girl. What is he, sandwich crazy? That is <laughs> a literal fucking line from this movie. What is he, sandwich crazy? Um, and uh, that starts a fight between 
Vince and Paul Walker, Vince being sort of the the loose cannon of the gang. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't know if he just doesn't like Paul Walker. He's too pretty for him. He suspects he's a cop at one point. I don't know if Vince has feelings for Mia. I don't know if Vince has internalized gay feelings himself because he does call Paul Walker a cutie. A fact that no one denies. Yeah. No and one a, denies it. And a f- faggot at some point. True. That's that's true. He does throw the F-bomb at him. You were trying Early to- on because it was like big talk from Vince. Yeah. Throwing faggot out and... Um, never shows up again. Also, though, he is a cop. <laughs> so absolutely right. Vince so is Vince, right the entire time. <laughs> Vince is correct. Um, he's got an eye on him. His gaydar is off. Copdar spot on. <laughs> the, the thing here's my problem with this movie. Okay. The plot seems really complicated. There's a lot of little plot points throughout. Yes, but the dialogue is so bad that my brain goes, "Look." The plot can't be that complicated if the dialogue is this bad. You made a comment when we first started talking about this because we were talking about all the other uh, Fast and the Furious movies. We were talking about uh, why they keep making them. And you were like, why not? You can knock them out in a weekend. You can write it in a (laughs) weekend. You write the script in a weekend. And then, uh, you know, they make millions of dollars. And that was funny. We all laughed or whatever. You're fucking accurate. Like that's yeah. There's if no anyone way. knows Hollywood, it's me, a 36-year-old man in Nashville, Tennessee. There's no way this dialogue went through more than like two passes. Oh, no. Some of it feels like they wrote it real quick in English, mailed it over to Jap- Japan. <laughs> Jap- to, to, to Japan. They tra- had to translate it into Japanese, fixed all the grammatical errors, had to retranslate it into English, sent it back. <laughs> It's like so who's ta- who's talking like this? Um but as I understand it the heist is a car gang is stealing trucks full of small electronics like DVD players. Well, I guess we the the DVD player thing comes because uh Paul Walker's character breaks into Johnny Tran's uh garage. You can't say that. No, that's his name. Okay. And he has a bunch of DVD players, but that's not, those aren't the stolen ones. Cause it turns out those were legally, but purchased. we also see, I mean, the reason we, we link those two is that one of the first shots in the movie, remember the Rogers. Oh, truck? that's right. Okay. The that's first shot we see DVD the players. inside is full of Panasonic. Please okay. visit your Panasonic dealer as so soon that as is, possible. Um, that is what they were stealing. So someone's okay. stealing some, those may not be the same ones, right? But also why someone's did- stealing those. Why did Johnny Tran's gang have five hundred legally purchased? I certainly don't think we can call it a trans gang. So someone is stealing small electronics, and the police have responded by buying a modern house built by Eddie Fisher in the fifties, <laughs> buying confiscating ex- the house, the house, souping up cars for <laughs> Paul Walker, um, probably confiscating. Souped up cars. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I remember... Sending in SWAT teams based on one, you know, if if we're being completely honest, one dullard's assessment of what Johnny Trans has in his warehouse. Johnny Tran has in his warehouse. <laughs> you can't call him that. Uh, 
I mean, I just don't understand. Like, this seems like the best use of the cops' time. I mean, how I, it depends on how often they're doing this, I guess. On top of which, we have Hector going legit. Yes. Johnny Tran isn't even behind anything, really, in the end. But no. he is still shooting everyone up, so isn't that enough? Yeah. Like, we have witnessed him try and shoot several people. He shot up a car and blew it up with machine guns. Well, they do kill him. Right, which also seems weird because he's actually not the true villains. They killed a guy. Well, but he did he did shoot at them. He killed right, he shot at him earlier and they didn't think it was a problem then. He killed Eddie or whatever his name is. Jesse. Jesse. And we don't even know if he's dead. Well, yeah, it's true. Because the movie doesn't have a proper denouement. It just sort of stops happening. <laughs> All of a sudden the movie's not on anymore. <laughs> um yeah, you were having a little, uh, a little. I was like texting a friend time. because I thought we were like at the end of Act Two, and then all of a sudden the credits were on. I was like, "Fuck! What was even the last line of the movie?" Um, I guess I just had a problem with like, what? Wh- why would the the cops be putting this much time and effort and possibly expense into the DVD player into fixing? I mean, not that that no. people harassing truckers isn't enough, but we've yeah. seen a to- grand total of two heists. Well, also, you're using your 2018 mind when right. DVD players are are something that like someone tries to throw away, and the I get them the, like phone books now. Yeah, they just tr- arrive on my porch every month. You just give them to Goodwill, and they're like, "No thanks, <laughs> absolutely not." Yeah, no one wants these. Take your big tube TV and your <laughs> DVD player and get the fuck out of my Goodwill. And stop um, giving us old prom dresses. Yeah. Also, socks. No one wants your old socks. Also, underwear. Um. So I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I can't defend it. But I, I just had a hard time, like under one, understanding what the fuck was going on, and two, understanding why cops would put this much time and effort into this. Um, it's like this movie, like to save time, they just pulled pages from other scripts that weren't being <laughs> filmed and just stapled them in. Uh, Vin Diesel has like a weird speech, like about halfway through the movie. <sighs> Where he talks about his dad died in a, in a drag yeah. race. Mm-hmm. And he talks about, um, he specifically names the person who killed him in the, in the drag race. RuPaul's drag race, different drag race. Um, he, talk, he even names the person who killed him, which makes me think like, oh, that's a weird detail to include in a script. We probably should like, it'll be like Paul Walker's dad or some stupid shit like that unnecessary completely unnecessary it's one of those like details that's thrown into a movie because the writer who's a hack thinks it like adds dimension to everyone so the um the police officer that paul walker's character reports to is describing dom's crimes because paul walker's like oh he's not responsible for these heists because he's he's too tightly wound he couldn't do it or he's like he's too organized he wouldn't he wouldn't do this but then he's like well, he beat the shit out of this guy and then shows a picture right. of him. But maybe they said his name there briefly and we just missed it. And that was how it was, how it was supposed to connect I guess up. I never even put those together, but you're probably right. That is the janitor, or not the janitor, but the guy who now works as a janitor. Right. That he beat up in grief, yeah. which is still disturbing. Like, my response to grief is by attacking a man until he's brain damaged. And then also, he does it again later when Johnny Tran... Uh, attacks 
or beats calls him a narc. Yeah, he calls him a narc, and then he like beats the shit out of him and like won't stop. And it's like, don't you're not grief stricken anymore. This is not. Uh, You're not winning yourself any friends (laughs) over here, uh, Dom. Uh, Yeah, that that the movie is very butch. um, In that it's like, uh, man, when you're feeling grief. You can't help who you beat the shit out of because you're so manly that the only way you can express emotions is by through horrible violence. <laughs> and the movie's like, you know what I mean, audience? And I'm like, no, Dom has severe problems and needs to work through them through years and years of therapy. Or he could just beat everyone to death. Or driving really fast. <laughs> now, we were talking about Vince before. I just want to mention that in the party scene, Vince is playing. <laughs> Vince is playing. Come on, a, let's get it out. Vince is playing a Zach Wilde signature uh, Gibson Les Paul with the uh, black and white um, bullseye Spiral. thing. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of the things where like if you re- if you know what that is, anytime you see that guitar, you're like Zach Wilde. He played for Ozzy Osbourne. Anyway, whatever. It's just a little weird, <laughs> and he's also clearly not playing guitar, even though it sounds. <laughs> weird now zach wild uh, is he the one who died um in that wreck no, uh, from a crazy train well you're thinking of randy rhodes oh man but he I also just had one Rhodes. connection to ozzy osborne yeah. and that's it we're done i'll just head out. let's talk about why don't you talk about mish rod for a second michelle rodriguez oh for fuck's sake look i don't mind michelle rodriguez necessarily i think she has a very specific character she can play what's that supposed to mean (laughs) back down michelle rodriguez um she when used effectively she can be good she's kind of always like sort of tomboyish and sort of like no nonsense and you know kind of sarcastic and usually a tough girl in this movie she is dumb dumb perignon's love interest Mm -hmm. she's his girlfriend since third grade which i found odd or yeah. no since they were 16 right but he's known her since she was right yeah you know. which every we established time... in a very clunky line from vince at some point absolutely horrible. ever since i've known you you mean since third grade because we've known each other since third well, grade. well vince says that but then mia tells us like yeah all about another clunky line another horribly yeah. clunky like i am telling you about characters histories now <laughs> um But Michelle Rodriguez in this movie shows up, one, look, one, like she just got over the flu every time she shows up. It's not quite as bad as everyone in Gone in 60 Seconds, but (laughs) I see what you mean. And also, like, they're on the 60th take, and the director said, if you don't fucking get it right this time, I'm just taking whatever we get. And she just shows up like, every time. Which is funny because everyone else gets first take, clearly, <laughs> online readings. Because they're like, yeah, that's fine. We had to turn the subtitles on for this movie. Is it just like, am I just old now? Or do we no, have a bad No, this movie TV? was pretty bad. Between Paul Walker's like Keanu Reeves impression and Dom just mumbling everything. Yeah. It was, it was atrocious. Um. But Michelle Rodriguez shows up like, you know, your stepsister She's at, at Thanksgiving. It's just like, <laughs> can you just 
I am not a fan of telling women to smile, but it's just like, can you just enjoy the fact that we're in this drag racing movie for five seconds? I mentioned that. What, cause and there's she, a love scene in the middle of it where it just seems like, yeah, that hey, was, let's just take five minutes before we get into this. You didn't earn that movie. Uh, yeah, I mean, I want to like, especially... They were like finding out all these shitty things that men have been doing to like to women that like kind of wreck their right. careers and stuff. And like uh, Michelle Rodriguez has like a history of being known as someone who's quote unquote difficult to work with and she's fired and stuff. And uh, I'm my my instinct now is to be like, maybe was she difficult, was to, she work difficult to work with or maybe but like. On screen, it's sure coming off like she didn't want to be there, which I know is, you know, partially character appropriate, but partially like she really seems like she doesn't want to be there. And I think like she's supposed to be tough, but like tough and determined is not the same as like pissy. Yeah, you know, she's supposed to be tough, trait. but every time she's on screen, it's like she lost a bet. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, you lost. Now you got to be in this movie. Yeah. It's and even, horrible. And even like after she has her, she wrecks in the final heist scene, like flips her car and then she's, she's okay or she's going to recover at least. And like at one point Dom like holds her chin and it's like, I love you. And she still like looks injured, but disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? After watching the movie, can you blame her? No, I, she's absolutely, she's absolutely right. Maybe she's a surrogate for the audience and yeah. just like, why are you still in the theater? <laughs> Get out of here. I can't look at my next note without laughing because it just says, why are we so invested in the cappuccinos? <laughs> we go, uh, as I mentioned, the police are housed in Eddie Fisher's. They've they've commandeered Eddie Fisher's house from the 50s. Who's Eddie Fisher? Uh, he is the father of Carrie Fisher. Ah. He was married to Debbie Reynolds for a minute. Left Debbie Reynolds... <laughs> Um, That's right. Elizabeth Taylor's husband died. Her husband at the time died. I can't remember if that was Richard Burton or one of the other seven men. Um, don't and, don't uh, you dare. Don't you dare. They were close friends. Eddie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds were close friends with Elizabeth Taylor and her husband. Elizabeth Taylor, she's a grieving widow. Eddie Fisher says, I'm going to console my, my grieving friend. I'm also going to fuck her. Leave sure. you, Debbie Reynolds, with mm-hmm. our two kids. Mm-hmm. See ya. And now I'm married to Elizabeth Taylor. And this was their house. I guess so. I guess so. I mean, according to the Gone in Six... What is this called? The Fast and the Furious, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, writers. There um, were writers on this. This wasn't just a bot, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so anyway. Um, so at one point... This is like their um, makeshift headquarters. And this goes into cinematography a little bit, which I also like to talk about. Um, but... <laughs> Uh, the sergeant of Paul Walker, who is played by Ted Levine, who I know better as Buffalo Bill Mm, from mm -hmm. The Silence of the Lambs. But he asked Paul Walker if he'd like a cappuccino, which is very specific because you usually just ask someone if they want a coffee. like an iced cappuccino, too. Would you like an iced cappuccino? Would you like an iced cappuccino? Um, And uh, someone, uh, one of the other cops says, "Uh, you want it regular or decaf? And Another You'd pointed shot. Anyone else, any other director would be like, just have him say the line in this shot. But instead, this director said, I want to get a specific shot, medium range, Ted Levine's face, looking just off camera, have him sort of squinting with a smirk on his face and go, better make that decaf. 
I don't know what that means. Was it a reference to I don't know why something? it needed a specific was he like, shot. Was he in Maxwell House commercials at that time or something? I can guarantee you that Maxwell House at no point said, can we get the serial killer from Silence of the Lambs <laughs> and get him in here to do some takes for our coffee commercial? Um, I At one point I screamed. Well, then they, wait, wait, wait. Oh. Don't forget. Then they have like a shot <laughs> and the next thing they cut to the next scene and it's them in another room discussing it. And they have these giant, there's a big shot of a giant cappuccino class. What the hell? Anyway, sorry, go ahead. It looked like someone on Christmas morn. It did. It was like a big eggnog. With like. a big cinnamon stick coming out of it. <laughs> yeah. uh, but that goes into some weird cinematography choices. Uh, I yelled during the first five minutes of the movie, can we keep the camera still for five fucking minutes? <laughs> Five minutes. Which is unreasonable, I agree. This is an Alfonso Cuaron taking long takes. But... Little known fact, this entire movie was shot in one take. For a movie about, like, car racing and, like, jizzing all over cars, there are so many, like, quick shots. I don't, like, that just half-second shots of, like, Paul Walker driving his ugly Frogger car all over Venice Beach or whatever... Uh, and just cutting, cut, 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 cut. And then you and have I'm like, the, like, oh, this is jarring. And they are not still shots either. They're just like handheld, handheld cam yeah. shots. You will feel like you are on the ocean. And they also had one really egregious, like, they shoot, uh, like, they, oh, what's happened is uh, Jesse, which is like a kind of clearly going to die member of their gang. Uh, yeah, he has set up his, like, he has a speech where he's like, I'm going to die in this he, movie. He loses yeah. He loses his car in a drag race to Johnny Tran and then he runs away. He drives away. And then eventually he comes back and he like comes to them and he's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have run away. I didn't know what to do." And then you hear this motorcycles for like a full minute, which we're like, "Oh shit." Here you hear it while they're still the talking command. amongst each other. But then Vin Diesel's character realizes and you just see her like, like gives this weird like hunk like like like, almost like a black exploitation like zoom in yeah it's like a kung fu movie like they do like a weird like sound effect and then his like the weird (laughs) they zoom zoom in in on him and it's like uh, i've heard those motorcycles for the past 45 seconds so i don't know where you've been yeah um but you haven't tricked me into anything vin diesel paul walker finally gets uh uh what's her name maria maya maya mia on a date and she says, take me to this place at 10 o'clock. <laughs> they said a 10 o'clock dinner date on Friday night. Maybe this is us getting old. That's that's really late for dinner, right? What I mean, are we, it, what are it, we in Barcelona? <laughs> <laughs> what are we having paella over here? Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, I I can understand like getting a drink at 10. I can't understand getting dinner at 10. And I can you can see it in Paul Walker's face. He's like... Well, I guess I could have like a bowl of cereal at seven thirty, and then you know, it probably tied me over by the time I'm running for dinner. I mean, at 10 me o'clock. getting old is the fact that like once it starts to get six thirty, I'm like, I gotta get a banana or something. I'm starving. <laughs> but like ten is still three and a half more hours after that. After the banana, that's not gonna hold you. Over. That's not gonna hold me over that long. Now I have an extra meal. I got fourth meal. I gotta go to Taco Bell. Get me a cheesy gordita crunch. There's also a weird moment in this movie where they bust into. Uh, the cops arrest several members of Tran's uh, gang. Johnny Tran. Johnny Tran, comma, and his gang. Mm-hmm. 
and Paul Walker is one of the guys on the team. And it's like you have spent all this time getting him undercover. Building a cover story, yeah. And now you're going to have him just be on the the arresting, like on the Absolutely narc- no the, reason for him to be there. They're so fucking stupid. Also, and I'm not a cop. Like I don't, I have no relationship to cops, and I realize how fucking stupid that is. Also, to set up that sting, um, they were uh, Paul Walker and Dom, and, and I don't remember Paul Walker's name. I always forget Billy or whatever it is. Anyway, uh, Paul Walker's actual name or his no, fake the, his name? character name Brian. Brian, that's what. It is. But so, he also like is his real O'Connor. O'Connor is his real last name Stilter or something Stifler or something. Yeah, Stifler, Stifler's mom O'Connor. Um, so <laughs> anyway, they, they break into their competitors garages to see like what, what they've got cooking, I guess. And then they, they, um, break into Johnny's place and then Johnny's Johnny gang, Tran. Johnny Tran and his gang come back. And so they hide and then they see what goes down, which is, I don't know, something that it's not really clear what's going down, but they end up. Some uh, lackey for Johnny Tran has betrayed has them or whatever. Told people about how their cars have engines or whatever. Yeah. So they're torturing him and he gives them the information that they want, which they're is that. chocolate sauce on him? Yeah. What was it? Which is it that. There's a caramel bourbon glaze over a low key lackey. <laughs> yes. And they, he's torturing this guy to get this information, which is where are their engines? And he tells them, and the answer is. In a warehouse. And Johnny Tran takes that as, thank you. I've got all the information Let's go, I need. Boys. Now I will kick you in the ribs. A warehouse. A warehouse. And then, uh, we also, at some point, who, like, uh, one of the other cops asked Paul Walker if he's going native on him. Ooh. And what he means is, like, is he is he going to be a turncoat and, like, join the criminals? Right. But... That's that's not cool. Can we talk about the day, the end of this movie? Can yes. you describe it? Okay, so, so we have the the heist, the second heist of a truck, which goes awry, and Vince gets airlifted away, yes. and Michelle Rodriguez lives. Yes. Um, but you were paying attention. I thought it was still Act Two. So if you can explain. Okay, so the heist goes awry. Yeah, like you said, and then. They end up back at Dom's house. Well, Dom also has realized now that that Paul Walker is a cop. Yes. So he's very upset with him. But he's – and Eddie has uh, – is that his name? Eddie? I always forget. Jesse. I wonder why I keep wanting to call it Eddie. Jesse Pinkman. Think of Jesse Pinkman. Yeah. So Jesse has, has run away. So he's gone and basically Dom's going to go try to find him. And Paul Walker's like, I'm a cop. Let me handle this. We'll, we'll take him in. We'll take care of him. And Dom's like, get out of my way. But then – Jesse comes zipping back conveniently at that exact moment, comes back, and then we have the weird kung fu moment, the weird zoom. Uh-huh. Johnny Tran come, does a does a drive-by with his motorcycle gang. They shoot everybody up, but the only person they really shoot is Jesse, who's, I guess, dead. We Who never find out. Lives? Again. We don't find out what happens to Jesse. He looks pretty bad. I, I presume he's dead, but... But we, we never don't. got a confirming shot. Yeah. I need a confirming shot in these dumb action movies. And uh, so then Dom and Paul Walker's character both zip up after him. Um, and then they chase him down. The There's there's only two 
that come by on this. Yeah. It's not as the full motorcycle gang. So the the one guy who I don't remember his name uh, in Johnny's gang, Kevin. he gets he gets Kevin gets pushed off the road at some point by Dom and he goes flipping down the hill. He's alive. It's it looks like, but he's incapacitated. And then eventually, no problem anymore. And eventually, Consider Paul Walker shoots and kills Johnny. Yeah. And then, uh, that's the end. A trans gang. He sees. <laughs> He sees Dom drive away, catches up to him at a stoplight, um, and then Dom says some bullshit, and he's like, when it hits green, I'm going. And then they drag race across a uh, a railroad pass where a train is coming. Yeah. They bust through the crossing sign that has come down to yeah, warn them, good, good and they, get, they by the skin of their teeth, they make it past the train. And then they're like, huh, buddies, we're buddies. We just did this thing. And then Dom hits a truck. Yeah. A semi. And then flips. And then they're uh, you know, he's he's still alive, he's okay, his car is is totaled. And then Paul Walker gives him his car because he owes him a car from the very beginning of the movie. Sure. And lets him get away. Basically he lets him get away. So that's the movie. But, and then but, credits. But it's, we're left with the idea of like we found out that the, the the enemies we've been going after for the whole time were Vin Diesel and his crew. Yeah. Jesse, we don't know if he's alive or dead. We don't know if Vince Eddie. is alive or dead. We don't know if Michelle Rodriguez is alive or dead. Yeah. We never see these characters again. Right, yeah. I presume, in order of most alive, <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez, Vince, Jesse. Yeah, right. Um. Most alive in descending. Order. Also, that the henchman, the non Johnny member of his of right, his, the non Johnny. Yeah, but like the movie just sort of stops. It's almost like, all right, the studio came by and they're like, all right, you had your fun. The movie's over. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And it's kind of amazing, like that. This is a movie that spawned seven and counting sequels. This was a phenomenally successful movie. <laughs> like as far as money goes uh i think we're ready let's let's go to the verdict. i mean yeah that's let's what go i was going towards damon what's your verdict? uh i have to say this is probably one of the best movies i've seen about recovering dvd players from thieves um, this is a bad movie. Gone in 60 Seconds is by no means a great movie. But it, but in comparison to this movie, it's fucking Shakespeare. It, it, it makes an attempt of, like, creating characters that you can differentiate between. Um, it's sort of lighthearted. It sort of realizes what it is. Yeah. It realizes, like... It's not Donnie Brasco. It it this movie. Th- I mean, Don- apparently Paul Walker in one interview referenced that he wanted to do a movie like Donnie Brasco, and says that this was the movie that was like Donnie Brasco. This movie is not like Donnie Brasco. <laughs> um, Gone in sixty seconds. I feel like knows what it is. It's like, hey, yeah. we want to show off a bunch of cool muscle cars, and we want to have a bunch of like cool guys wearing ugly nineties leather jackets stealing them. I got it. If you had asked me after watching both of these movies, which of these movies is going to spawn 
fucking 10 sequels. You'd be like, I'm ready for Gone in 59 seconds. I'm ready <laughs> yeah. for Gone in 58 are you seconds. Ki- are you telling me there's a franchise where I can see N- Nicolas Cage tweak out on camera <laughs> every couple of years? <laughs> Count me in. And it doesn't involve like the Constitution. There's a map on the back of it. Okay, uh, let's not slander the National Treasure biology. Uh, this, okay, so sorry, what is your first? Uh, this is horrible. This is th- I, I can't speak to the other ones. I have I have only seen Too Fast, Too Furious. I have not seen anything beyond that. Um, but this movie, this movie right here, GJ, yeah, is not good. This is trash. I don't. Again, I don't actually know if I know anybody that just loves this movie, but it the fact that it spawned so many sequels and that it like seems to be like I don't. This is bad. This is like. This is very bad. And this is considering the time we just watched a movie that came out a year before we've watched it. Like this is not by, by this podcast standards. This is not even that old of a movie. It's like still only 18 years old. It's within this century. Yeah. This is, it's written by like a 15 year old. Just like you said, like he has a salt shaker full of, uh, cliche lines and then about being manly and what it means to be head of a family or some nonsense like that. The the writing is the most egregious part. There's plenty of problems with this, but the writing is and if you notice writing this much, then it's really bad. Yeah. Because you can you can and I get, will forgive a lot in like a dumb movie. Yeah. And it's not and we we made fun of some stuff in the last episode about like Robert Duvall's lines about reflecting like very Shakespearean and like yeah. it was like what it what kind of horse <laughs> shit is this? But this is so much worse. Because it's like it's not respectful of who's watching it. They don't give a shit. They're just like, right. listen, we're gonna get to that last car chase or that last uh, race. Why? I don't know. What purpose did that serve? We what was the point to the of people that? who will put fifteen thousand dollars into a Honda Civic yes. after buying it? What? Why did they do that? Why did they race at the end? They did even if like even if they were trying to to prove the character's compulsion because, to look, race, DJ. If you take the race out, what do you got? A bunch of faggy emotions. <laughs> Two men showing respect to each other. Fuck that. Hit hit a truck. Almost die. That's how men show that they love each other. By almost killing each other. <laughs> that is the least faggy love there is. No. Wow. You son of a bitch. <laughs> what do you think, everybody? Let us know. Uh, send us an email. You're in our child's an idiot at gmail.com. You can call our hotline. Let us know what you think of next. Uh, tell us what you remember about movies you liked and didn't like, you know, all that kind of stuff. 615-576-0525. We'll play your message on the podcast. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at YICIAI. You can find us on Instagram at you're in a child's an idiot. You can find us on Facebook, but don't, uh, <laughs> you can become a patron. Uh, patreon.com slash you're in a child's an idiot we want to thank our current patrons including uh jacob grimm his honor the mayor jeremy powlin joshua nicholson karen curd larissa maestro dan mcintyre ghosts in the burbs and of course jonathan day has it always been ghosts in the burbs have we been saying ghost in the burbs i think i I've said been it. saying ghost did think- she pluralize recently i don't know uh email us let us know mazel tov to your pluralization yes you're more you're more than you used to be <laughs> uh we want to thank you guys so much we really appreciate your patronage um thanks for listening everybody we'll uh see you next time We're just living our lives a quarter mile at a time yeah. you know <laughs> 
throw the you know at the end. It's just it was in there. Do you know what I mean? Because I, I, I this was just written down for me in a script.